Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the BTS podcast. You are joined by your lovely and beautiful hosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to just uploading a picture on Twitter and now we won't rest. <laughs> You're dumb. Your lovely and beautiful host, Beatrice. Tammy. And Jaren, welcome back to the BTS podcast. <laughs> How many likes is your pick on? I don't even know. I think anyway, I guess it's because of I'm gonna check. I'm guessing it's because of um the caption, but it's not even it's the caption. caption. Yeah, it's the caption. I think it's just the time of it. I was just like, no. Let me just make sure that these people understand that this picture I'm uploading. No, no. Don't think that I'm adding because I attended the wedding of the failed marriage. <laughs> One thousand three hundred and twelve likes. <laughs> This picture's um, looking too HD for that wedding, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. If you guys don't know what I want, we'll get into it <clears throat> later on uh, in the episode. But, um, yeah, no, I'm trying to uh, trying to do the whole, you know, self-love and that. So I thought, let me show love to, every, to us, you know what I mean? As the people in there, switch it up. This girl Thank and you. her speeches, bruv. <laughs> um, Thank you very much. No problem, man. I'm glad you appreciate it. <laughs> That makes anyway, how was you guys' oh well I guess it's only Tuesday, but how have you guys been since Friday? Um, <laughs> we've all now attended part one of our friend's wedding. Whoop whoop. It's yeah. at the altar, had the altar. At the altar. Okay. No, I still laugh at that patch at that hashtag. So I'm just like load the way. I was thinking the, the same thing. <laughs> Even when I type, I'm like low, like my head. But um <laughs> sometimes, like I don't know if you guys like. Whenever I see the hashtag, I always try to remember what the what the original, original one was. I, I can literally remember. just going onto our chat now to see if I could find it. I but I just know that it was <laughs> it was just the that it was. It was so it was so bad. You lot are not serious. How you how you just dis, how you just dis, what discombobulating the work that uh the planner did. That is so funny. It's okay. It's everybody's strong suits. It's true, Sha. It's true. But um, yeah, nah. Um so for those of you who don't know, 
And for those of you who tune in and would remember, sometimes we've referenced this quite a bit, but our friend Junior, he came on, I don't even know what episode number it was, um, but he came on to speak about kind of like, you know, um, his own relationship that he's like been in. He's been in the relationship now for what? I think they've just celebrated seven, I think it's I think it's six years, seven years. I get confused with the years. I think so it's five. five. They got, five. They, not five. They got, they, got, they got engaged on the fifth one, I think. Yeah, um, so now it's six, six, yeah, so I'm yeah. confusing it with Vanessa's one. So yeah, so I think they've been together now for six years. Um, and they just had their traditional wedding um over the weekend. So we were all at that with um a, like another part of our friends as well. Um and yeah, like it was really nice to witness um, you know, someone that's close to us get married, um, especially like if you again listen to the episode, you would know that we've not that we've been there. I don't want to like make it seem like as if we've done like so much, but you know when like we've been there from the start, from the very beginning we have. So we were there from the moment the guy laid his eyes on the exactly, baby. Exactly, exactly, and actually just seeing it, you know, going to fruition. Just you just thank God, you know that, hmm. especially in this current climate. Exactly, hmm. exactly. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they're you know very 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 happy for them. Obviously, seeing them even like move into their home, like all of these things. Like it's just um, it's really nice to see your friends, you know, actually do the things that they said they were gonna do. Um, so yeah, it was just yeah, it was nice to see that. And obviously, you know how it is with trad weddings anyway. They normally a vibe. So like uh, the music was so so good. Like and um, Sharon and I were speaking about this um after the wedding, Tammy. Um, but I don't know if you saw DJ um. Matthew's uh, Instagram story but he basically like did like a little bit of like a recap of the wedding um because mm-hmm. basically we're, for those well just to explain for other people where we were sitting we were at the back so we couldn't actually really see much of what was going on in the actual like traditional ceremony so obviously the DJ would have a good view so he was like showing the videos and it was quite funny to see like what happened so with the whole um like Junior having to do like push-ups etc yeah, yeah. Um, but then also like he was also saying, you know, when, you know, there's always in every single traditional wedding, there's always like the battle between when is the DJ going to come and take over from the live band? Because the live <laughs> band, yeah, it's like they never, they never know when to cut because, and it's always the balance between pleasing your parents and like catering to the youth. Do you know, not youth, but do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, but do you know what it actually is? It's the fact that um, the longer that the band plays, the more money they get exactly uh, so oh, that's what it is yeah. it's not even about pleasing parents oh, they don't even not. care about any of the parents they just want money that's oh, why absolutely. there's always that as you said that battle that versus mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, I've yeah. never ever had a wedding where like I've been I've I've not questioned myself ah this life but when's, when's the DJ coming on like it always comes to my mind in every traditional wedding that I've been to even to go mm. to any wedding in that, you know, where, they, where there's a live band. Not that I'm, I'm actually a huge fan of live music. Like I actually really like live bands, but sometimes I feel like they overstay their welcome, but you know, each to their own. Um, like you mentioned, like uh, that's to, how to they- be honest, do, do you know what I think it is? I think it's the fact that um, whenever there's, cause obviously live bands are normally at traditionals and then sometimes you can get them at some weddings and then parties as well. But what I think it is, is that in the case of like traditional weddings they always like never stick to the time yeah, yeah so yeah. it's kind of like the traditional wedding like obviously juniors one it was it started late we got there um when it was like just starting and that was like after four when obviously 
the Ivy said two. So it's kind of like when you actually put it into perspective, there wasn't actually a lot I'm of time. I'm sure though, you know, even though, even though we say that though, Tammy, let's mm-hmm. be real, even though they put like um, two on the invite, and I know this is the case from, you know, knowing about other people's weddings and when they planned it, really and truly like they... Oh, they might be running a little bit late but it's not as late as we think because even though they said two they probably did have on their own schedule to start at four no 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 which i know i understand no, I mean, what it's, I'm it's, saying not, is, it's not as it's not as delayed as you think it would be no 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 but what i'm saying is is that the traditional like the actual i think people forget that it's actually a ceremony and it's literally not a party so it's kind of like obviously said it starts at two if it starts at four I remember when it got like halfway through the ceremony, even the the Alaga was like, oh, we have another two hours. And there was like some, I think there were like Caribbean women at our table. And I'm like, oh my God, another two hours. So it's kind of like, I, I was going to say something, but maybe you might not want to keep it in there. I felt like the reason why people might have been doing that is just simply because of food, not because of mm. the fact that it, no, but sorry, I think I'll cut that out myself. But um. <laughs> What do you mean because of food, though? Because, because obviously food won't be served um, in the middle of a ceremony. Like the ceremony has to be complete before you tell the table to go to get there. No, food. no, no. I completely understand. But what I'm saying from their perspective, they didn't know anything. It didn't. It seemed like they haven't ever been to. No, um, that's fine, but time, but even me, I sighed. What I'm trying to say is that everybody was sighed because we're thinking two hours. That's actually another two hours before we're allowed to get up and get food. So whether you yeah, know about travel, but that's my original point in the sense that it actually, even though it said it was starting at two, it actually started at four. So yeah. it means that everything is delayed. And what I'm, what the point I'm trying to make is that the actual, the actual ceremony in itself is a long ceremony. Yeah, so even in terms of like the DJ playing or the traditional band playing, it always ends up they like start playing around what like what's eight seven eight o'clock i think that's when people started eating the food and that is literally when the live band will play so it's kind of like okay where do we have the balance of the live band and the dj because obviously they're still gonna make what another two entrances so it's kind of like do you get what i mean like yeah i get it i think it's different different if it's like a party as opposed to yeah like a traditional because there's I agree. Yeah. And I do think as well with their one, um, because obviously you had both the Ibo and Europe side, so there was extra stuff that was that had to be done that, you know, wouldn't have necessarily happened if it was like purely like a Yoruba or purely I don't actually know much about the Ibo traditional wedding um kind of it was I think no, I think um Junior's dad is an Ibo. I think his mum is Ibo. I think um his dad is Rivers. Okay. Like from like Delta, like River Delta. Like okay, makes sense, makes sense. But you know the one where she came in with the kind of was it with you said the wine? That's a yeah, part. it was wine. Like they do that in Ibo culture as well, but um it, with Ibo's they um it's palm wine, but that didn't take that long. Yeah, but one day out, I mean I like I said, I wasn't actually in the venue at this point, but weren't they up there for a bit? Because when I this is this is what happened. I then looked at videos and I saw that you know how Solek obviously normally does because what I was really looking forward to as well, because obviously it was Solek. Was you know when he does his live band, he does like all the current songs, and he'll be like, "Yeah, you, I don't know where you guys went, but we, yeah, but I was on the dance floor for that." Was that because, was that long though? Was that was that short? It was short, honestly, because they came, she came out and did. Um, Abby came, and then obviously she had the wine in her hand, and then she gave yeah. it to Junior, yeah. and then we were then we. I think I don't know where you guys went. 
Mm. Um, you guys left, and then we went. This is that's when we went on the dance floor, yeah, I saw. and then started spraying them. And then I think within like fifteen minutes, Junior and Abby had left to go and change into the final outfit. So that bit wasn't that bit. They, they didn't spend that long in that second outfit. So I think yeah, and then that's when we went to sit down, and we were like, oh, we're just waiting for them to come in for their third outfit. That's when. I'm, I'm, when did you guys go up when Solek was I don't think they were out no they weren't out then they yeah they were still changing into their third outfit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um yeah I don't know what we were initially saying about it but yeah um, no we're just saying like the battle between the DJ and the... yeah exactly yeah sorry you're right yeah, yeah yeah exactly um and like every time I go to a wedding night you know how like I think I feel like it's natural whenever you're at a wedding well I don't know about you guys but for me whenever I'm at any event like parties and stuff um I always kind of know what I like, what I don't like, or in general, not in terms of this particular wedding, but just like Nigerian weddings in, to- in total, we in like as a whole, sorry. Like obviously, depending on how you view things, some people kind of use the, the traditional wedding as a way for the parents to have more of a control um, because it's kind of really about the celebration of like families coming together, et cetera. And then people then tend to use the white wedding as like the more like, the one that they have a bit more control over in, in like in regard compared to their parents input etc um so then what I've always like just in general kind of taken away is that for my own and just kind of yeah what I would ideally want for myself with this whole battle between the live band and stuff like I, I just I want it to be a turn up um, a turn up motive like even though I, I know where motive might be the wrong word but like you know that last part where it was like what this time I didn't even deep how short it was like because at this point as well the tequila tequila was definitely in the system um but I didn't realize that it was only 40 minutes but that was that for me was like obviously it's going to be a highlight because everyone was there vibing and stuff it's like the true turn up but it's just like you know like you mentioned to be fair you know the ceremony is quite long so it always does take up such a large proportion of the evening that the trad is always kind of like everyone's always rushing to kind of you know do the DJ set and then it's like oh you've only got one hour like to only like enjoy yourself and stuff but uh yeah I don't know it's just, it's a bit of a battle anyway in my head anyway between the whole live band and DJ but you can't really I don't think you can really avoid it mm. I think this to be honest I feel like the split was quite good when I think about it because I think the live band started playing around 7 30 and I think the actual venue closed that like made it feel short is just because it started late. It didn't start till like five, really. Mm, mm, mm. The time when the lady said we have two hours left, that was five thirty. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, I think Abby's I think yeah, I think we sat down around like after four, but like when the when Abby's um family danced in, it was like yeah, to five, like it was definitely coming up to five o'clock so it just felt like yeah to be fair though that like in terms of venues like a finishing obviously that was quite if you think about it in comparison to other like London venues that it was quite an early finish so maybe actually if the venue did finish later maybe I don't exactly know. yeah that's what I was thinking because I think it finished yeah. by like 10 30 I think it finished no, I finished at around 11 I think mm. it was 11 um so yeah if you think about it most you know some people are, are, are ending their trade at like 12 1 so actually in the grand scheme of things um you're right actually probably was a like a decent split but it's just it just didn't finish that late do you know what I mean um 
but yeah no it was still um yeah still really nice to obviously see that like I mentioned and then um I'm really taking to speaking for everybody when this was really a how was your week but you know um but then obviously we've got the part two um the actual white wedding um this week as well um but yeah that's that's me Sha in terms of what I spent my last weekend doing and um what I'll be doing this coming weekend Sha like you said really for all of us I'm really thankful for all of us but oh yeah also we're actually sorry again I might cut this out are we all still going DLT yeah I am yeah I am you're not going DLT no I am I'm just uh just thinking in light of everything I hope then I won't go hey say that where are we oh. going <laughs> who even runs DLT because all these babes that keep saying oh I know they're big DLT be a day party Mm, but no, none, none of the people that run DLT were, were involved in that pastor, to be honest. Apart from the, ba- I think maybe there was us, the, one of the ladies, I think. But I don't, I think it's not really that deep, no. I think they were just, the whole thing was just like, you know. I'm sure DLT going ahead. They want their money. Of course, of course. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, side note. But um, yeah, so then obviously we'll, we'll be also at DLT. I mean, you going? Yeah, she's going. DLT, yeah, I got a ticket. I'm sorry, I got me a ticket. It should be good. Wow, we're really spending the, uh, our bank holidays together again. Um, yay, we move. Maybe we need to start taking more pictures and videos at these events together. Ugh, it's true. The crew. <laughs> I getting to say that, like, was it last month or so, somebody came up to a bitch snap party and was like, oh, you don't know me, but I love your pod. Oh, my God. I felt like a celeb. Cheryl was gassed. <laughs> I was gassed. What? <laughs> ah, we don't blow. Hey. Oh, They're recognizing us in Central London. <laughs> okay, oh, my gosh. Anyway, I was so gassed. But, um, yeah, my week. Oh, my. Beatrice has really covered absolutely everything. Like, as in, she has not left me one sentence. <laughs> One sentence. I'm so done. Tammy, what about you? Anything? Um, no, I think, yeah, as you said, Beatrice said everything. And um, yeah, I look nice. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. I can't lie, I'm still struggling with the whole dress thing. I, and now I'm starting to not like the outfit that I have for next weekend. So this week, sorry, this Friday. So I'm now on the hunt. Why did you make something? Oh, no, I don't why am I making kids are big um, no because no, sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's cheaper yeah, like mm-hmm. I was thinking of because I still have one material with the with the tail it's just like a black one and I was thinking oh should I just get her to make something because I know someone that's coming Pardon? black yeah black ah. when the thing says stage green and pink <laughs> This guy has not read the invite. Oh, is that a thing? I This is saying all of that, but we only just clock. And when I say we, I mean I only just wait. Clock. Are you saying that? Are you, wait, before we, before we, you know, are you saying that that is for people that are have Ashwabi or that's the thing? I don't actually know. So I, I like, I'm guessing they will be for like the parents. They will be probably for me, like for the older, huh? Oh, do you mean like just people that are choosing to wear Ashwabi? Or no, do you mean yes, yes. No, there yes, might be like an official material. material. Yeah. Again. Yeah, I know, but we don't have that. 
Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that's yeah, but that's my point because you, know, in, you don't have to match. Yeah, that's my point. What I'm saying is that normally, like, even if you go to like a wedding in Nigeria, even if it's the white wedding, yeah, I know, then I know. I know what you mean. most of the time there's still Ashwabi. So I'm thinking, is that for people that want to wear? Maybe they've got the gele and they want to wear, mm. I don't know, like a I plain, I don't know. You can wear anything, right? I'm, it's like, I feel like really, truly, you actually can wear anything. But if you're wanting to, like, align with... A oh, no, I'm not sorry. I'm not doing any match. And I've already ordered one Arabic. Sorry. I'm I didn't read the fine prints. <laughs> but anyway, I've ordered a few things. So um, we'll see what... What was the colour? Um, it's like blush, pink and uh, green. Yeah, okay. Well, the dress, okay, it's very pink. My own one, sure. You think that's one? Well, one of the options. So, yeah, so as you guys know, time for song of the week. And, um, hmm, I'm talking like as if I actually know what I'm about to put down. Um, I don't really want to put this, but I'm just going to put it for the sake of putting it anyways um so i'm actually gonna put a song which we've actually chosen another song on the album but i'm actually gonna go back to shenzei's album um and the song that i'm gonna put down is henkel glue um feet beanie man such a good song such a good vibe i think my me personally this is my song my favorite song on the album um and i'm always singing it like just randomly in my head so yeah, that's the song I'm gonna add to the playlist. Henkel Glue, Feet Beanie Man, Shensei on her newest album, um, Alpha. And yeah, we'll add it to the Spotify and Apple Music playlist. I don't know what the latest with Apple Music playlist is, so blame Tammy. It was not up to date, but we'll add everything, Shah, um, to the playlist and also put it on our Instagram um, story highlights as well with the link, so you guys can add it to your own private playlists too. So yeah, that's my song of the week. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that song of the week was shaky boy <laughs> um, uh, my song of the week <laughs> I'm like, can you see my screen <laughs> that's literally what it reminded me of I actually cannot believe that how many years how many, many years have passed by and I'm still doing that and once again let me just uh there my screen can you see that can you see that <laughs> one sec let me just quickly how about now you have to actually slow down as well you can't just say clear yeah. you want me to zoom in just uh it's too much pain. oh gosh as well as well i've lost the invite for the wedding anyway <laughs> a damn mess okay <laughs> Okay, guys, so on the subject of weddings, I don't know what's going on on Twitter. Like, it just seems to be... I don't know what's going on this week, period. It's only Tuesday. (laughs) No, that's why I'm confused. This week, I feel like, has been such a mad week. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, messy Mondays. Like, I just don't... I just didn't really understand what was going on. So basically, I'll just give like a brief scenario of like what's been going on. I think it's been a stretch of like between one to two weeks. 
basically did we talk about this last week i don't think so with the community thing no okay so i'll try and give like a brief summary of and see if i can remember everything but basically there was there's this new feature on twitter where you can have like a community so basically like um think of it maybe like a group chat where you've all got added and you guys can tweet freely how you want and um but obviously only people in that certain group can tweet um on that timeline but I think what actually happened was I don't think they the people in it that were actively tweeting knew that even though it's like a community people on the outside can still see the tweets and I don't think that they knew that you could so I think the, the bio in the community was like oh now we can tweet what you want in peace basically and basically they were tweeting like loads of like homophobic things transphobic things things against black women and um I think one of them let me just reiterate or maybe emphasize because I don't know if you said it already but the people in this group were black men (laughs) yeah sorry I was just I was gonna get onto that I was gonna say that they were also discussing um black women but like specific black women so like Ohlone, Kelechi and things like that so I think it now came out and like obviously some of their tweets um came out to to the public and I think I don't can't remember when it was whether it was last week or the week before but it was like a massive uproar on um Twitter like damn black men again hating on black women like I don't know like I'm just I don't even know whether the phrase is shocked but not surprised because I'm not shocked and I'm not surprised I'm not shocked not surprised because every every month we are always kind of sighing and (laughs) just uh, like another another case what what really made this yeah what for me made this like even like worse as well I don't know if it makes it worse but it's just like what the heck is that these are really grown men like we're not talking about like young people anything we're talking about people who are like 30 plus um and it was just like is this for me it's not even it's not even the fact that it's their age because for me it's that you are still actively tweeting this stuff in 2022 it's not like oh we found your old tweets from 2010 and you can mm. give us the you can give us the excuse that oh um i was young back then i've changed my circumstances blah, 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 blah. no you still feel exactly i don't know well clearly you st- you felt that way 10 years ago because i don't know how you would have you would you know change the way that you feel do you get what i mean so it's kind of like so you still feel this way in 2022 at least with people that we can we can give them small benefit of the doubt if they you tweeted in 2010 maybe you didn't really know who you were I was 15 or whatever but you're actually 30 it's 2022 and you still feel like this and you're still actively tweeting thinking that you won't get caught or sorry you got caught and the person that made the community he now came out and was like oh my god what's going on why is everybody like acting surprised like tweeting like he didn't know what was going on like you've been caught don't act surprised like and it's just like it's just exhausting like having to go through this every three working days like how many times are we gonna see 
tweets, um, opinions and things like that about black women coming from black men who supposedly meant to love us and protect us, but it doesn't really seem like that. Like the bar is literally in hell. And it's not even about you want to be with these people romantically, but even like as friends, like, is this how you view black women? And it's just a little bit scary. Actually disgusting. Like some of the tweets I was reading, I was just like, you're actually 35. Like my dad was literally married and had two kids at this age and you're here doing um, Twitter warrior. Like, what the hell? I don't know though, like he said, like even tired of like discussing these useless mm. men because it's like, we actually talk about it like genuinely. It's an ongoing conversation. It actually never stops. Yeah. It's just that every now and then they give us another reason to like reignite the flame. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like even when it came out, I just, I think I just like said one tweet, like, oh, why did they actually hate us? Like, what did we actually do? Like, I other than breathing and being black, like what, what, what is like I just don't get it. And to be honest, this topic is not even about that. What it really is about is that I think one of them said something about Kalechi. And Kalechi came back, like, who's like a, what do you call her, social media presence? Um, I think she does acting as well. I'm not too sure. Mm. But, um, and she like, she's appeared on like um, the news and things like that. And she gives her opinion and she's got a podcast and whatever. Well, yeah, she's basically like a social media personality. And she uh, put out a podcast yesterday, which discussed, which, where she spoke about how the a certain the certain group were speaking on her I think they mentioned something about um the fact that her partner is white like I think he's Polish or German I can't remember but I think he's Eastern European like from an Eastern European country and I think they were speaking on about that and I think they mentioned Ohlone as well that and I think what the language that they used basically was that that um she should basically die that's yeah, they said that she should be exterminated. That exterminated, so basically that she should be killed and die, like she should die. And I'm just like, this is just too much. Like, I understand, like, maybe you don't um, agree with some of the opinions that these women have, but to go as far as saying something like that, like... It's not even about opinion. Like, it's not even about... I, I genuinely don't think it's got anything to do with the content of, like what she talks about or discusses I think it's literally just her existence like honestly because mm. really and truly like she said on her podcast like she'll be talking about how men need to be having safe spaces to do all like you know discuss their whatever their things she'll be talking about like how um black men are disproportionately stopped and searched and we need to do something about that she'll be having the discussions that these black men should be having mm. so i'm just like how can they possibly dislike the content of her like um like she's so i think majority of her work is focused around the government and the uk yeah. government and the way that they failed black people as a whole exactly. your women, mm. your how are you as a black person hating on that like it it does not make sense like one plus one is three it doesn't actually add up like genuinely mm -hmm. yeah so wait i don't understand but it's yeah so, yesterday what did you say i just said it's just so i it just it's just so embarrassing like 
who actually raised you and fair enough like I don't even know if we can say who raised you because you're 35 like do you know what I mean like Mm. you you have Mm. it's not even about your upbringing anymore it's It's about about you as a person yeah yeah and I don't get it because it's like a lot of these black men like black women have been their footstool for so long do you know what I mean Mm. like they've propped them up they've attended their things they've shared their things like half of these men wouldn't even be the personalities that they are today if it wasn't for the fact that black women were their riders for so long but it's just like oh like you just want to be I don't even know shouldn't be attacking us for absolutely no reason like he said it's our mere existence just our mere existence of that be triggering these guys Talking, yeah, about, talking about some other babe saying that oh she must be the ugliest he, he said them she was the she must be the ugliest lighty he's ever seen and i was like who's even saying lighty in 2022 that's what i'm saying like it's just it's the fact that there's they still have these views in 2022 like as you said who is using the term light like it's just i don't know but Basically, uh, Kalechi went on her podcast and she basically, I think, blasted the person that um, that created the community, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was. And um, she basically said that the person that she's referring to is supposedly married. And um, on the night before his traditional wedding, he cheated on... Um, his soon-to-be wife basically and it's funny because she actually tweeted back in 2022 like um the tweet was basically on the lines of some of you need to watch the way that you speak or watch the way that you tweet because there's some basically she's saying that she's got some information on you that you don't probably want to be out there and lord and behold two years later the information was served to us on the podcast and she basically said that um he cheated on his soon-to-be wife the day before their traditional um wedding and that then opened up the conversation I think someone then said that UK men have a tendency to have traditional weddings um without like the legal um is it legal documentation to to um kind of like confirm it or certify it and that now sparked up a massive conversation on our traditional our traditional weddings deemed as like I don't know what the word I don't even know what the word to use whether it's legal or because some people were saying like there was, yeah was the word valid right yeah yeah like our traditional weddings valid like I think someone even tweeted like oh um what did the guy tweet it was so ignorant it was like oh they've been making fun of West Indians for so long but these times they've been having fake weddings. So I didn't really get that bit. Like, what is it, like, do West Indians not have white weddings or what? No, they're basically saying that, um, he's basically saying that, what he's basically saying is that Africans, or in my head, I really think he was trying to say Nigerians or Ghanaians, like, or West Africans, tend to make fun of people, like, from the Caribbean, because a lot of them, like, like 
I think stereotypically a lot of them like are not married and what he's basically saying is you guys have been making fun of us for all these years for not being married but you guys are having fake weddings so essentially you're not even legally married that's what he's basically trying to say okay it's just so frustrating because obviously like and I'm sure like this is kind of what people started to discuss as well on on Twitter but it's such a silly it's so annoying the fact that it's obviously these you these people that are trying to run away from marriage and using it as a as a way to you know avoid the whole legal side of it um but the fact that people are now taking those those few examples as a way to kind of you know frown upon the traditional wedding and basically say that this like the whole ceremony everything has no meaning I get that you can say it has no like there's no legal implications of it but that's with any wedding do you know what I mean um it was just frustrating it's always I don't know why it was really annoying me the fact that they were really trying to like home in on the whole traditional being like invalid and stuff like as if any other ceremony is literally just the same thing like you're celebrating something and the real thing that happens is obviously you know when you actually do the legal signing of documents people do that even before you know some people do that separately and don't even have that in their white wedding so their white wedding is literally just walking down the aisle you say I do and then you go into a certain into a reception and they don't need to sign anything because it's already been signed do you know what I mean so it's just frustrating I don't know for me anyway I don't know whether you guys find it annoying that people are really trying to like minimize the you know the importance of traditional stuff just because of those few examples yeah I agree I think it's just I don't know I think it's a bit of a cop-out um trying to use that as like um a reason as to why like maybe this guy for example cheating is not I guess that's kind of why people are saying it obviously correct me if I'm wrong but using it as a cop-out to say that why this guy cheating on his soon to, soon to be wife is not even a good enough I don't even know next day to be wife or something like using that as a cop out for the wife that he's literally about to marry the following morning that oh like a traditional wedding is not actually a legal wedding is just like does that even make sense like as you're even forming those sentences in your mouth are you not ashamed <laughs> yeah it's actually embarrassing I think you know you know how I think what even kind of made me um what sparked it even further was essentially you know um a lot of people and back in the day um and I don't know whether people say actually I'm sure it's still happening now um but like people felt like they were forced into marriage especially where maybe you know someone might be pregnant or something along those lines so really and truly it was like the family just wanted from a you know you know how it is um from an appearance kind of perspective to look like yeah the you know you want to make it obvious that this is something that you guys are taking seriously so I think that's what people are also saying is that because people felt like they were forced or some guys if you these UK guys they feel like oh yeah like I don't know they're forced into something or because of circumstances they now have to stay with somebody that actually the family would say okay just do or not the family but even just them will say let's just just do the traditional get it out of the way that maybe later on down the line then we'll sign the papers and stuff just for the sake of appearances but obviously like that in itself is an absolute madness and I think 
I don't know over time if you're going to mention it, but one baby then came forward and said that a guy basically tried to do that with her to show that he was serious and just wanted to just basically do the tra- the trad without without signing any papers or anything like that. And I'm just like, ah. So this is, this is actually how guys are using it as a way to trap women, to give them a false hope that, um, you know, that they're going to be around for the long term, that they're serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously knowing that they can cut from the situation without having to do like an, any divorce because you, you haven't joined anything. Do you know what I mean? And you won't really lose anything as such. So yeah, they can bounce from it. So I think that's what people are saying is that actually some of these UK guys that are, trying to you know um just trap girls or yeah trying to just you know keep somebody around longer to show that they're to you know just keep them around essentially they would they would give them that false hope of like yeah let's get married babes and then because they know themselves that it's not legal they can just cut when you know whenever but that's that was my own interpretation of when that statement was made actually this is what some guys are doing to trap women oh my gosh it's scary man and this is the thing like we obviously spoken about this before in terms of like weddings like it's just it's these type of things that make people like bro is a wedding really um (laughs) is it really necessary (laughs) not necessary but you get what i mean like i think time i don't know if you want to say the tweet that you mentioned about um the tweet you even made of of yourself that you said oh i think you meant i think you said something along the lines of like being a mum is more important. i don't know what you said yeah being a mum is more important to me than like marriage at this point like and someone one of my friends she asked me does this mean that you would have a baby out of wedlock and and honestly I don't know how to answer that question I think it's more to say that it's not like I don't want to get married I think obviously I do but in terms of like importance I'd honestly just I don't know I've I when I think of being a mum it, it excites me more like at this point in my life being a mum excites me more than being married if that makes sense not saying that I don't want both mm-hmm. or I want one more than the other it's just like I just I don't know it's just not it's just not as um I don't know because when you when you were like when I was like I don't know 17 or 18 you're like oh I can't wait to get married now I'm 25 I'm like I just I don't know it just doesn't seem as amazing as yeah you know what it is I think it's because now we we understand actually like I don't know from whether you guys will say it's different but when I was younger marriage was kind of like seen as like it's like a not guarantee that's going to be forever but it was like you know you get married and that's it but whereas now like we're, we're more exposed and we understand more that actually it's very easy for marriage like for you number one to get it wrong and then mm-hmm. also like for it to just not work out no matter how much you try not how much you try but you get my point so mm-hmm. actually the whole like not eternal part but yeah the, like the, the the longevity of marriage isn't as it doesn't like seem as um attainable not attainable it's not that it's not attainable but we because I'm thinking like even when I was younger like it was like oh it's for a fact that I'm going to get married like there's no how like I'm I'm going to get married like it's not an option like but then when obviously when you get older and stuff you're like wait a minute (laughs) not that it's so easy 
to um get married but at the same but at the same time it's kind of like it's not that like you have to try and pick and choose you have to make sure that you're going to be with the right person and it just doesn't seem as attainable as it was like when 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 I used to think about it five years ago or seven years ago so it's kind of like that's the kind of headspace that I'm at that Mm. if I don't and I don't have to get married now or because I I know you were younger like oh by 22 I want to be married but that's just it's okay we said 25 now I don't know you said 22 boy (laughs) people were saying between people were saying that people people say on your graduation that you'll be proposed that someone will propose on your graduation (laughs) (laughs) no but I'm saying like obviously when you were young okay I'm talking about when I was like 14 or 15 like oh yeah I'm gonna get married when I'm 23 24 now I'm gonna have my child first child by when I'm 26 but obviously as you get older you realize that hey that ain't that ain't actually that easy but I just feel like this whole marriage thing like it's but actually mad I deep that the reason why my opinion of it is has changed is simply just because of the ways of like men yeah like is that when I when I deep it I I actually don't think it's well partly mm, I'm trying to think is there any any part of the like of me like as in like as a woman and all of that but I don't know for my, my I can only speak for myself but I think the main thing for me that makes it seem like oh my god like what the hell is just because of like what we hear the men do like mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. what it turns women into or you know what you whether you lose yourself but the main thing for me is really about the men and this is what you know this is what I mean when you hear even stuff like this now where you know you even at the time you believe you really believe the person will be doing stuff and you believe like obviously you just take what they're doing as the truth do you know what I mean if someone proposed to you you you're, you're assuming yes that's right they want to marry you you do a wedding now you're thinking yeah cool cool like well then you know we're going to sign the papers and stuff but then you're just like oh when are we going to the registry oh, when are we going to and it's not happening like it's like how the the ways of men is really really just wicked that that's the way that I view it so I think for me it's actually just purely the man part that makes marriage scary for me I don't know whether for you guys it's different but that's it for me Sha. yeah I think for me it's definitely that as well and um there's other factors as well but I think that's kind of like the biggest thing because it's kind of like you just hear all of this stuff like how person has been in a marriage for how long but there was a situation during the marriage or maybe you find out that there was that something happened like within the first couple of months or the first couple of years of the marriage it just seems like the real issue with marriage and it's just the man just not being trustworthy like there's always some sort of like sometimes do you not think like why can't men just be like why can't you just I don't know like why can't you just stick to one person and if you can't why don't you just leave them alone like why don't you just leave women alone like why do you have to feel to go into their lives to ruin it make them fall in love with you and then ruin it like why like what I don't understand is it greed is it the fact that is it the chase like I just don't understand I think it's definitely greed I don't think well actually some sick people would definitely just be like yeah I don't give a heck I'm going into this girl's life to ruin it but um I think for the most part it's just greed and I think um who was I speaking to about this recently I was speaking to my auntie actually my uncle's wife 
and um she was basically just saying that like dating now she's not even that much older than me to be honest but she was saying that dating now is completely different to like dating when she was younger because when she was younger there was no Instagram like Instagram's actually relatively new like when did Instagram come about when we were like 16 17 or something so that Instagram's relatively new and with like things like Insta Twitter um dating apps it feels like there is an endless option of women and men everywhere like whereas before like you know how like a lot of our parents like be like oh how did you meet yes he was my neighbor he was in my father's church he was like it's all like quite localized whereas now for us like people you'll be like oh where did you meet it's like oh like on a dating app he actually lives in dubai or like i met him at like do you know what i mean like it feels like there's there are endless opportunities and um channels to meet people and i think honestly my opinion is that a lot of men are like not content like they find it really hard to like believe that they have found the one that the that they can be with forever because i think we're also so just used to like changing like all the time like oh if you don't like like i don't know this sounds really stupid but like if you don't like i don't know like if you don't like your job for example you can literally just change it the next day or like if you don't like this you can change it like it's like you don't really see people like sticking it out and working through things like it just feels like there are always options there will always be better like do you know what I mean and when you have that sort of mentality of like there's always better how can you ever be content with somebody with a human being that is obviously flawed like nobody's perfect do you know what I mean yeah long explanation but hopefully no it it makes it makes a lot of sense actually because I don't yeah it does make a lot of sense like they just some people will just never be content and you'll just find and to be honest they're only just doing themselves because they're just going to find themselves just going from person to person to person to person yeah, and so not finding talking about the one that go away please jerry when you walk out the house about the one that go away yeah um so it's really sad because i just feel like oh it makes me sad when i hear people talk about like how you know like what you said for example about like you know being a mum is being more important is more important to you than being married and stuff because of like just how men are and stuff like that which makes me sad because like you know even though and I had this conversation with like one of my other friends who like has a baby um and she's now dating someone and she was basically saying exactly the same thing about like for her like she doesn't really she's not really fussed about marriage like that used to be something that she was one of those people that was like oh on my graduation day I want to turn around and then my boyfriend's on the on his knee or whatever but now she's like nah it's not really like not really I'm not really fussed about that anymore it's just kind of sad you know men actually ruin everything fam can't even dream anymore can't even can't even fantasize all the (laughs) fantasies they've (laughs) they've killed them they've shattered Shattered our dreams. Oh, imagine I saw marry a man to marry. God forbid, bro. 
don't know if you guys saw the tweet, like obviously I mentioned now, um, that, yeah, the tweet that was, it was Amani that did the tweet and she said like London boys handshake using trad to avoid legal marriage. And then like I said, the, the girl came forward and said that basically like her boyfriend or whatever asked her to change, <laughs> to change her name by deed poll instead of actually getting married. Like, do you know how mad that is? To register a change in your name rather than getting married like why like you know when you just need to suffocate for what why because these same men will still these are the men that will be doing promise ring and um and all these things and then it's like when it's actually time to fulfill the promise they're saying oh yeah change your name by deed poll okay it's a disgrace it's actually a disgrace mm. um but yeah, I think from the tweet, like like we mentioned, obviously we're we're talking about all the way that um you know it's kind of added to this whole thing that we've previously spoken around our views towards marriage and stuff. But again, I'm just reading out another one, and I remember seeing this when I was just my mouth just dropped. I was like, huh? So um, a lady tweeted, and she said, "I know of men who were on their honeymoons and had their other babes in the same hotel." excuse me she said that she knows because obviously she works working in lingerie has only further proven that men just don't deserve and i've heard this quite a lot actually of like guys you know calling for example certain places and play like asking them to make two of something and sending it to two addresses mm. um, all these type of different stories you know it's just like and i mean and i think we've said this before but sometimes when you're younger you're very naive and you, you, you'll hear a story you're like oh like it could never be me like not trying to ever wish on anybody that we know like never trying to wish it on ourselves as well but you know it's like you'll hear these things you think ah yeah it never be me like I'm not the type of person like I'm a good person but bro this has not even got anything to do with the babes like and this is what's so sad because I'm you know it's you know just in general when you go through things sometimes the first thing you do is kind of look you kind of blame yourself a little bit like wow like how like what have I done to deserve this like why have I been found like in this situation but it's clear here in this in these kind of cases that it's got absolutely nothing to do with the um, woman that actually is just really down to the madness that these men are doing um but when I saw that one like honestly my mouth just dropped like how have you actually got another girl in the hotel on your damn honeymoon like you actually flew the babe out like come on man oh gosh and that girl anyway maybe she didn't know that that they were married or something I don't know but boy damn now people like that like it will never be well with you and that's not even me being like, oh, trying to do what Kalechi was doing and like shuffling, <laughs> shuffling cards on the pod and cursing these guys. But I just mean like for you to be doing all of that stuff, it, it can never be well with you because your head and your heart are just going to be in two places all the time. That's, a, that's extremely tiring. And you're going to end up like, obviously like eventually you're gonna get found out and then that's gonna be long as well like it's just why would you put yourself through all of that anyway do men even think yeah i was gonna say there was another story um on the timeline that was just so sad like 
I woke up and I just um, looked at my phone and it was around like 4.30 and I was reading this thread and I don't know if you guys saw it but basically this girl um, she, in America she got pregnant and put a trigger, a trigger warning yeah trigger warning um, but uh, you know when you do trigger warnings you need to say what it is what it's about like uh-huh. trigger warning about like you're going to be speaking about what trigger warning abortion um and what is it uh what other it's not even know, it's to be honest it's, i don't even know, know it's, whether it's, it's abortion, even trigger abortion. Warning, abortion trigger warning um basically abuse domestic abuse um yeah everything literally combined to do with any relationship and a loss of a baby yeah basically what happened was this girl was with this guy um and she fell pregnant and basically to cut the long story short her boyfriend at the time had started like giving her like pills and stuff in order to kind of terminate her pregnancy and how she found out is that I think she went to the toilet and then she saw like uh, a hexagon shaped um pill in like her underwear hold on obviously- I know, you know me I'm very particular because I feel yeah. like key some key things that need to also kind of be brought into light here so like Tammy said there's it's a black woman that we're talking about here and she mm-hmm. is dating I think she said he's from Pakistani um yeah, yeah. and um there's they've been in a, in a relationship but um I think the guy has basically kind of implied that he's family you know bringing a black person to his family it's going to be quite difficult there's problems that would obviously not problems but you know how it is when you know there's different cultures and their views on things etc but long story short I think he somehow like convinced her that actually yeah he's told his parents that she's pregnant um and that yeah they've kind of accepted it um so they were obviously going through with the pregnancy and he said that at first um when she told him the news he basically was like um you know uh like oh my god like no like you know how you know when he just found out oh my god like what the hell but then he took some time off and then not time off but maybe like a day or so and then came back and said to her no I'm here I'm ready I'm willing I'm gonna be beside you like I want this I want us to have a baby so he was very for it and at the beginning he was really active and all that sort of stuff um but then as the baby's telling the story um she then starts to notice that he's being a bit too attentive on certain things like um there's like I don't know what what it is um but there's like something that she has to like drink or take or something um and then he'll always be checking in like to the point where it's kind of borderline not 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 obsessive because obviously you know you would expect your partner to want to make sure that you're taking your medication but it was to the point where it's a bit like, ah, like, come on, cool down. Like, why are you always are? Like, why are you, why are you onto me like this? Like, I'm gonna take it or something along those lines. You'll make sure that like, oh yeah, you've taken it. Blah blah blah. Um, and then like Tammy mentioned, um, she said there was one particular incident. There's, they, you know, they they obviously clearly have a, I don't want to say the word toxic, but obviously the relationship has up and downs because she said that there was multiple times where she kind of had a feeling that she needs to end it. She tried to end it, then he'd come back um but then she said there was one particular night where they were in bed together I think they were like you know doing whatever they were doing and then he like 
went down he went like down I don't know if he went down on her something along those lines and like uh she kind of like didn't really know what was going on down there um and then they kind of went to to sleep or then he or he made up an excuse and said oh sorry like my family there's an emergency and um, we need to go so he left and said that he has to leave her then she she basically got annoyed and was like why are you leaving me like this like he said I have to go for like a few weeks or whatever she's like why are you leaving me like this like I'm in this state um I'm pregnant obviously and just disappearing like what the hell so she actually wanted to end it again as well um so I think she did actually end it but then she said literally like after he left like her body like she started to develop like chills like her body was going into shock and stuff and then she found herself like Tammy mentioned um on the toilet and then she basically like you know realized that she had there were two kind of pills or something that were um kind of come that obviously came out of her of her vagina and um yeah I just wanted to mention those key things I think it's really important that one we understand it's a black woman we understand the dynamic of the relationship and the fact that like this guy gave a false narrative that he was going to be present and then like basically said that he's going to go go away for two weeks and she ended the relationship because she just felt like something was wrong um and then now all this stuff that Tammy's going to go into is kind of like what she's now hence like looking back she's realized actually all these things were beginning to happen that kind of you know indicates actually this guy was doing stuff behind the scenes but I'll let Tammy continue yeah I think you kind of like um basically said um everything but I think what I really wanted to like home in on is the fact that he was doing all this stuff to her at the same time fronting like he was like a loving boyfriend and to me that is just so scary like you you someone I just it's just so sad and obviously to cut a long story short she ended up losing the baby and it's kind of like I just don't how can you portray yourself to be like like because obviously when someone is saying oh have you taken your medication like oh take this stuff and he used to say stuff like oh I've prayed over this smoothie yeah he said yeah he said something mad like um oh I've got my family to pray or something yeah make sure you take it and like I said like this is sometimes as well like not trying to I'm not um saying that she could have stopped this because really clearly she couldn't but you know what it's just like it's so crazy how in hindsight like sometimes you get urges in your or something in your body or something in your mind just telling you like something ain't right here like like you said if you're just completely oblivious you would just be that's fine but the baby even said that when he was saying all of that something told her as well like not to um what do you call it not to drink not to drink yeah not to drink it because she was just like nah it's clear that this guy is like out to do something because basically in terms of the timing of when that happened that happened after she had discovered the pills and the doctors had confirmed to her that these pills are what you are given you're meant to given you know if you want to terminate a pregnancy you're meant to put it up your vagina or something and then like I think a couple of hours you're meant to have a miscarriage but because she hadn't taken the first tablet that you're meant to take when it's like a two-stage process um she it wasn't like fully it didn't fully kind of occur um but there was obviously mm-hmm. damage that had been done to the amniotic fluid that was in her body etc so her baby was still alive but obviously there was problems and she had to battle with it but she basically like didn't want 
to tell the um the guy that she was still pregnant I think she wanted to basically like give off the impression that something was wrong in case he was trying to and in case he came back to basically finish off what he had started so yeah. when he was saying all this, villain. No, honestly honestly yeah. like, she then said that um yeah like he would get, like send get someone to send over something just to make sure like he was like oh you definitely took that year like oh you definitely drank that year like make sure that he did because my family prayed over it like all this mm-hmm. ah men that's why like it's just it's scary it's sad scary and it's and it just goes back to the point it's like and I think she even made it apparent like if you don't want to be in the baby's life that's actually fine like I can actually do this by myself but I just don't understand like she already told you that she can do it by herself but no you had to go 10 steps further to try because it's not even about the bait like he also put her in harm's way as well and it's just like why like honestly just why like she could have actually died you know because yeah that's that's why that that's actually why um they she like the they ended up having to um terminate the pregnancies because it was to the point where like it was either i don't think she made a choice but they basically said that one your baby's not going to make it regardless like literally like as long as you try to hold it, your baby's not going to make it but the longer you keep on holding on to it you know um the more chances that actually you're also not going to make it so it's kind of like mm-hmm. she basically had no choice because it was to the point where now it was basically affecting her and her baby basically had already kind of you know um passed away so yeah that's the reason why so like she like you mentioned Shine, he did actually put her in harm's way um she could have lost her life too and it's just it's, it's like crazy. even stuff like um so you know how like we have blood groups and everybody has a plus or minus against their blood group so like for example i'm o negative and that rhesus negative is like quite rare like most people are rhesus positive but it means that like because most people are rhesus negative um most people are rhesus positive if you're rhesus negative, it's, there's a high chance that you're going to have a rhesus. If you're rhesus negative, there's a high chance that you'll have a rhesus positive child. And that mixing of the blood is actually really dangerous, which is why, like, before you give birth, if you're rhesus negative, you have to have an injection just so that the blood doesn't mix. Um, so imagine if she was actually in that position, like she could have actually died like almost straight away or she could have had like super long-term like health implications just because of like his own selfishness. It's, it's just mad the lengths that people go to to like actually ruin people's lives that they claim to love. Like, oh God, God heal this nation. That's all I can say. Yeah, I'd, it's just, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like when I read that story, I was just like, this is, actually crazy like what more can men do to her like every story you've heard it like I don't I it's just it's just baffling to me um and I'm tired of saying oh we need to teach there's nothing else to teach like that's just how they are and um I I don't know where to go I don't really know where to to go from there like it's just I just think that if you're, I don't even know what to say. That's the, the story just 
absolutely floored me. I, I, I was, no, and as the, as the thread kept going on and on, the story just kept got, getting worse and worse. Like I didn't know like the story could even get more worse than the tweet before. I don't know if you felt like that as well. It just felt like. Yeah, absolutely. It was tragic. And I think um, it was so, so sad. Like just like, what, how can this get worse? Like, and it literally did. Um, and yeah, like honestly, just hearing all of this, like this story. And like I said, this, we're only on Tuesday, like this week, the stuff that the stories that we've heard, like it's, I can't lie to you. I mean, for you know, like I said, I can only speak for myself, but it just makes you so, it can make you a bit paranoid and scared. And like for me anyway, what I, not that you should take away stuff, but if I had to say I had to take away something is really and truly like the only people that you've got in this life is your, is your God and your friends like and even your friends sometimes it's clear that these these kind of stories we're hearing now they can be crinkum crankum but really and truly like you just have to keep be prayerful because these situations and like I said when you hear these situations sometimes especially when I was younger I used to be very naive and think you can never find yourself in situations like you know oh because I am you know I, I speak in this way I'm from this area or I do this like you won't into you won't meet or into like back with people who have that mindset but honestly you don't know how people are and I'm not trying to say now that everyone should now start you know being scared and stuff but what I'm trying to say is that you know you it really makes you sympathize with people because you you can kind of put yourself in that situation and think to yourself like oh my god like I'm pretty sure this babe had like no idea like absolutely none like she actually thought you know this was somebody that she could actually build a future with she do you know what I mean like there's there's just so many things that you just hear and just like wow like this is this is so so sad and it's really not their fault and they know they found themselves just in these situations and you just have to keep be prayerful of your own like self and just like pray for the people that are around you and stuff like that that you know they don't find themselves in situations or be unfortunate to be put in situations like that but um I don't know if anybody who's listening has like obviously you know obviously we put a trigger warning but if you've gone through something like that and also just in general in terms of like your perspective towards marriage like we've obviously you know said like yeah we're scared and stuff but we I from my understanding anyway I feel like we do still have that small desire to obviously be married to find the right person etc but I guess my 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 takeaway to like wrap up would be like just I don't know if you're religious and stuff obviously just really like it just shows the importance of like prayer and like just really like taking your time um and really like um listening to your in like your um intuitions and situations etc and also like not being afraid to make understand that you know what I've got it wrong here let me walk away now before it gets worse because I think like you know with the whole marriage stuff and we always say this it's never too late to walk away like no matter what situation you're in no matter how long you've been with somebody if you begin to feel realize actually this is not for me this person is not giving me what I want what I need walk not I know it's easier than said but like don't be afraid to walk away like history like even though it's really like it, it can grip you and keep and make you feel like you have to stay in situations longer than you need to but hearing all these stories and stuff like it just shows that actually like there's you're better off in the long run kind of walking away and just knowing that you've you know you've taken a 
yourself out of those type of situations um but I don't know if you guys wanted to add anything else in terms of kind of wrapping up and what you've taken away or your own perspective on everything that's gone on um yeah I think I'll just echo what you've just said to be honest I think obviously we know that like you know it's hard to find partners in this day and age just because of like how I mentioned you know how much choice there is and stuff and how little time there is to even meet people but on top of that like men are actually mad (laughs) I'm so sorry um and so yeah like you said it's important to be prayerful and stuff but I don't know I just I it really saddens me and it breaks my heart to hear like women saying that they feel like because of you know the choice of men that they can no longer like you know like be expectant of finding the right person and marrying the right person but like I'm confident that if that is your desire then God will fulfill it so um yeah just continue to be prayerful um and yeah mindful I guess of like the world that we live in but like don't lose hope this is sounding quite deep (laughs) um yeah basically what you guys said and um I would also just be careful as well like um as Beatrice said um sometimes going with your gut feeling is the best thing and as she said it's never too late to like leave a situation where you feel like you're not safe and I'm not saying safe as in um someone's going to attack you or stuff but safe in the sense that like you just feel I don't know protected I don't know if I don't know how to um I don't know what word to use but do you know what I mean pardon what did you say where you feel like uneasy I feel unsettled yeah like you feel like just try and be in an environment where you just feel like safe basically I think that's the best word to use and yeah that's all I have to say thanks guys so much for listening we'll speak to you guys in our next ones as always please make sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at btspod underscore um, and let us know what you're thinking as well using hashtag btspod speak to you soon bye bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com